Creating a personal brand can be daunting, mythical task. And one of the easiest ways to get lost in the process is to not know where to start. Even Oprah Winfrey began by going through several life iterations on a small local show before defining her voice into one of the most influential personal brands in the world. In both our look at me culture shift and evolving job market, it's helpful and necessary to stand out when applying for a job or starting your own company. A personal brand is for everyone and that's what we're going to talk about on the show today. Hello everyone, you're listening to the Socially Desi Show, the podcast that motivates you to live, create and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. On our show, we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, entrepreneurship and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today, I'm joined by Shivani Malhotra. She's a seasoned HR professional with over 16 years of experience in various senior HR positions at reputed Indian and multinational companies in India and abroad. Shivani is the founder and CEO of Positive Vibes Consulting. She is also Director of Strategy and Head of Human Resources at Vega Schools Gurgaon. Hello, Shivani. Welcome to the show. Hi, Anurag. Hi, everyone. It's a great pleasure to be hosting you on the show today, Shivani. So uh, to our audience who don't know you, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us more about uh, Positive Vibes? Sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, hi to all the uh, listeners of Socially They See. Um, a brief uh, introduction about myself. Uh, well, my name is Shivani Malhotra and uh, I am the founder of an organization called Positive Vibes Consulting. Uh, I'm also the head of human resources at uh, Vega Schools Gurgaon, uh, one of the uh, top 10 schools um, in this part of the country. Um, I have an experience of about 16 years in various uh, uh, HR positions in uh, Indian and multinational companies. Um, after having worked in prestigious uh, companies such as uh, you know, DCM Sri Ram Limited, Yum Brands and KPMG, I started my own venture, which is Positive Vibes Consulting, uh, in 2016. Uh, Positive Vibes is a fast-growing, dynamic organization, which is partnering with individuals, corporates, and education institutions to provide mentoring and customized HR advisory and training interventions. Our endeavor is to help people uh, actually, all professionals carve out their niche in their careers by mentoring them to overcome their professional challenges. And talking about challenges, uh, you know, during these uh, COVID times we are living in, uh, it's really important for us to talk about how we can actually brand ourselves, right? And uh, on this show today, uh, guys who are listening to us, uh, Shivani uh, would be uh, talking uh, in more terms of uh, how we can develop and uh, present ourselves as a brand and, uh, you know, have a successful career and someone who's uh, actually looking at this uh, as not an issue, but an opportunity uh, where they can, uh, you know, actually catapult their career into something big. So, uh, Shivani, why don't you tell us more about what exactly uh, do you mean by personal brand? Okay, so uh, that's a, a you know very relevant question in today's times. Uh, what is a personal brand? First of all, let's understand uh, who is it for. Mm -hmm. When we talk about a personal brand, who exactly are we talking about? 
So personal brand in my view is your story that people tell others when you are not around. So in a nutshell, it's applicable for everyone. Right. All of us have our own personal brand. Some of us consciously work upon it and have created a stronger personal brand than others. From a professional standpoint, it is the process of consciously and intentionally marketing yourself and your career in a way that influences perceptions about you amongst people in your ecosystem, which could be your peers, your juniors, your superiors, clients, etc., in a very positive manner. True. So in other words, people recognize you for something, for example, and as an industry expert or a subject matter expert, uh, you know, or a crisis manager, consensus builder, uh, or, you know, similar terms. So typically, the process of personal branding involves three things. Okay. First is finding your uniqueness. Second is building a reputation for it. And third and the most important part is allowing people at large to know you for it. That is so right? true. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. And even, you know, I look at branding as it's not about getting your target market to choose you over the competition, right? Yes. It's more about uh, getting your prospects to see you as the only one <laughs> that can provide a solution to their challenge or an immediate need. Absolutely. So uh, it's, it's, it's everything that you do, uh, you know, that either strengthens or dilutes uh, your personal brand. And rightly said, uh, you know, about these three things, uh, which are, you know, finding your uniqueness. So how, uh, let's talk about this, uh, Shivani. How do someone uh, find their voice, you know, find their personality uh, uh, in their career? Sure. See, before we understand that, uh, you know, on uh, how does one find their mm -hmm. voice, uh, there are certain misconceptions about personal branding, mm -hmm. you know, that we generally have as professionals. So um, while there are many misconceptions about personal branding, I'd like to help all our, you know, socially desi listeners abandon, you know, the top four uh, misconceptions that people have uh, in this respect. So let me begin by saying that, uh, first of all, myth number one is, I'm a manager, senior manager, director, CXO at my company, and I do not need any more branding. This is myth number one, that I've reached a certain position in my career, and now branding is immaterial for me. Mm -hmm. Well, let me just begin by saying that your position in your company is just a designation or a title, which anyone else can occupy once you leave. True. Nobody is irreplaceable. Therefore, by that virtue alone, your designation is not I repeat, not your personal brand. Case in point, Rahul Dravid. He was an engineer by profession. But today, everyone knows him as the wall. Even after he has retired from the game. That's his personal brand. So true. Okay. Yeah. That is the first myth. Second myth is, it's too late to develop a personal brand for me. A lot of us fall into that, uh, uh, you know, a lot of us get into that cocoon of, uh, uh, you know, being with ourselves. And thinking that, okay, what, what can I do now? It's too late yeah. uh, you know, for me to develop a personal brand. So while the thought of rebranding yourself may seem only slightly better than a kick to the face, mm -hmm. but it's not impossible. True. Take it some, uh, you know, does it take some strategy? Well, sure it does. Can it be time expenses? Uh, can, can it be time expensive? Well, kind of, but it is not impossible. In my career, I have seen many folks make some 
pretty far-fetched career changes. Even if I were to talk about some well-known people, for uh, people, for example, um, you know, Chetan Bhagat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he changed his career from being an investment banker to a very, very successful author, and it was a process for him as well. So remember, your personal brand can really differentiate yourself in this competitive world. And frankly, it's a continuous process. So, so you better start now than never. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. Now, coming to myth number three, if it is not broken, don't fix it. We've all heard of this adage. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. Okay, let me bust this using a very relevant example. Let's say you are embarking on your job hunt. Now, what are the things that you are likely to do? Let's see. Update resume. Done. Spell check, done. LinkedIn profile update, done. Uh, clean your social profile, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, etc. Done. Finally, you will send your resume and wait for a call back, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, think again. <laughs> so while having a good grammatically correct CV and a squeaky clean web presence is a good start, but actually it's not enough. If you really want to up your chances of being hired, you'll want to add some flash and band to your positive search results. So things like blogs, articles, discussion forums, professional point of view, etc. is what helps you. Now tell me, this is a question for a lot of my listeners. When was the last time you added some of that, you know, what we call razzmatazz to your CV? That is beyond your regular experience updates. Remember, not broken and not boring are two different qualities. So true, so true. Am I making sense, Anurag? Definitely, you're making sense. And I just want to add here and ask you something, uh, Shivani. Sure. Like, uh, as an HR, right, uh, we have always heard that uh, it takes like a three or four second for an HR to actually shortlist or reject a CV. So, uh, tell me something. This point is actually very valid uh, when it comes to adding uh, those extra flares to your CV. Uh Yes. How do you uh, shortlist like uh, those initial like it's a saying I don't know how uh, relevant it is that in the first five or six seconds uh, either uh, you know you get rejected or you get uh, shortlisted for a position. So what all do you look at uh, in a CV uh, when it comes to shortlisting? Okay, so uh, first of all, uh, I don't agree, you know, with the uh, statement that it just takes five to six seconds for HR to reject CV. Then HR is actually not seeing the CV. Then HR mm -hmm. is just flipping through pages, first right. of all. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, to be able to actually see the CV, you need properly, you need at least five to seven minutes, at least. Okay, okay. And I think, uh, you know, with due respect to the applicants, uh, for all my HR colleagues who are on the show, uh, this is my advice that, um, you know, everybody is making their best effort to apply and to get selected. And CV is the first, uh, you know, a medium that they get in touch with you. So do give it the time that it deserves. Right, right. So a minimum of five to seven minutes should be spent on one CV to, you know, see in detail uh, the experience of the person. The most important thing that everybody looks for is the quality of experience. Yep. So make sure you highlight the quality of experience, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Second, um, as an HR person, when I have to hire for my organization, I'm uh, looking for someone who is stable, you know, because I don't want to be looking for this, uh, you know, uh, for a replacement for this person again, six months down the line. So I would see someone who has the minimum number of job changes or somebody who has spent a considerable amount of time in, uh, you know, uh, the jobs that he or she has been into previously. 
that's the second thing uh thirdly uh, i would say in times of today um a lot of work in fact 50% of the work is done by the digital portals themselves because all of us go to portals and we we put filters right yep, yep. so it's very important that you use the right keywords you know so that if i type a keyword your cv comes to me because uh you know if your cv does not have those keywords mm-hmm. then even if you've done all the work that i'm looking for but just because it did not appear in the search you've missed out on an opportunity right so uh writing the cv is also an art in itself and um, uh, especially writing a digital cv uh is uh, is a different ball game altogether from writing a physical cv right so uh, i would uh, you know um recommend to my listeners that uh, do some research there are very good tips available on the internet you know to uh, uh on the right way to write your cv and uh, do apply those because uh, let let's face it you know uh, if people are looking for jobs even even hr is looking for good people it's very tough to find good people true true so if you are good and you know it and uh, uh, so there there should be no reason why uh, you know your uh, cv should not talk about your accomplishments and your achievements and that's that's a very valid point yeah that's a very valid point uh, having the right uh, uh, kind of credentials uh, to a particular uh, job that you're applying i see uh, a lot of people making these kind of mistakes and uh, you know i'm guilty of making such mistakes myself in the past where uh, i'm applying for let's say 10 12 companies and i have the same cv across all 12 i mean that's foolish uh for uh, for each company uh, i believe that you should um, basically customize your cv uh, have the right kind of credentials there uh, so uh, i believe everyone listening to us uh, especially young professionals they do a lot of mistakes like this i would definitely recommend them to customize your cv customize your experiences across the board for each company that you apply so that it looks uh like it it uh, looks like a customized and targeted cv to an hr when uh, he or she is looking at it absolutely and uh, uh, what you made what you said is actually a very valid point uh, you know sometimes people tend to believe that uh, my credentials are enough to stand on their own but this again is a myth because it's easy to you know get caught up in the me 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 aspects of your brand yeah. where your cv is just talking you know about uh, i me myself yeah So after all you put endless hours into leveling up your skills and bagging some amazing achievements but here's the thing you know your degree and the timeline of accomplishments on your resume won't do all the selling for you unless you can explain how all of your so called me 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 stuff can benefit the potential client or employers true true so you'll have an extremely difficult time creating the traction that you want yeah right and uh, pitching your value isn't just something you should do in interviews if you're not hustling a little on a near daily basis yeah, you can yeah. consider your brand half baked actually so show your brand is made up of your business cards your razor sharp you know interviewing skills and a string of online branding channels but it's also built on a very important aspect that we miss most of the times which is relationships true and in the long run it's the relationships that support your career growth So do take out time to send thank you notes jump into help without being asked you know just wow your clients and build others up along with you be quick on your feet and use every word and action to reinforce your reputation for value and all around awesomeness yeah you know this is something that i have uh, personally experienced in my career that um, whichever organization i have worked for um 
I'm very proud to say that if even if today I want to go back to that organization, um, you know, they'll accept me with you know open, loving arms because uh, that's the kind of uh, you know reputation or the brand that I have created for myself. Uh, because I never looked at the organization as an employer. I looked at it, you know, like um, you know, like a place where I belong to. And uh, and when you belong to a certain place, you don't just do things for the heck of you know earning money or uh, for the heck of just passing time. You do it with a lot of passion, and that's what I've done in my career. I work with a lot of passion in the organizations that I have worked with previously in the past, or the ones uh, in which I'm working currently, and. Um, um, that is something that in my personal experience has really helped me in, um, you know, growing in my career. So that's the personal brand. Yeah, it should be more like an extension of your family rather than just a workplace that you go to. Absolutely. It, it, if you if you consider it to be an extension of your family, that's when they'll also accept you as a family member. And that's when the association actually, you know, goes beyond yours, uh, you know, whether you were there with them for two years three years five years doesn't matter the uh, the association is um sort of it goes for eternity so what you said is actually right and that is where the power of your personal brand comes in absolutely right uh when you are talking about you know you as part of the company rather than you know like you said the me 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 stuff yeah uh the more you uh engage yourself within the company the more you become an uh indispensable part of the company that is where you gain a lot of references you know guys i am referring to the two references that you know uh each company asks you on your cv so uh, make sure those two uh, references that you always give are the ones uh, that can truly truly believe uh, in what you did and uh, they believe in your personal brand as well they can be more like a um, you know propagator of you uh, as a personal brand yes and uh, you know there's a lot of credibility when you give those references uh, you know of the people who have uh, you know directly managed you so people who've been your immediate supervisors um so this is another thing you know that i have experienced that uh, in all the companies that i have gone to i have always given my bosses uh, you know my previous boss's name as the reference right. uh, for the reference check and uh, i've very proudly done that because i know that you know my all my uh, superiors um, you know uh, genuinely care for me and they do understand the need of the change because i've always maintained a very trusting relationship very open relationship with them wherein um, you know um, we've been very clear on why i'm leaving and you know what is it that i'm looking for so uh, that's the kind of trust that you need to build with the people that you work uh, with because tomorrow if you're looking for a new job and you want people to talk good about you uh, then um, you know it really doesn't help if you give me a colleague's reference uh, number because it because uh, let's face it uh, all hr people know that you know you're giving a reference check of someone who's who will speak good about you yeah but if you're giving a reference uh, of your uh, ex boss um, then it uh, you know uh, absolutely uh, says a lot about your credibility uh, with your boss with the organization the level of trust and the kind of person that you are true. so definitely you will score brownie points there right that's true that's true so how do you uh, leverage your personal brand in your career now that's a uh, i think very valid question and that's what everybody is uh, waiting to hear <laughs> yeah true so uh, well uh, yeah let me uh, con- contextualize uh, this question a little bit more um, you know a recent survey uh, that was done by pwc on uh, customer experience from a millennial perspective revealed 
that uh, about 63% people have a declining trust in brands. Oh, okay. Now, that's mm. an alarming number. Yeah, yeah. Uh, millennials are increasingly looking uh, to experts and individuals who they trust over corporate brands to guide their purchasing decisions. And interestingly, millennials are more than three times as likely as boomers. True. So, 22% versus 7% to turn to social channels. They're on the hunt for feedback from experts and people with common interests, uh, not just personal connections. Now, with this context, it is clear that companies are more likely to reward those employees who have a stronger personal brand. True. Okay. Yeah. So now let's come to the question on how we can leverage this in our career. Now, I will try and uh, lay out my four steps for all our listeners to get started on this. Mm -hmm. The first point is identify issues and topics you're passionate about and that move the business forward. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. number one. Number two, create a mission statement and ensure your personal brand topics align with this statement. You can't be going in isolation of, uh, you know, the mission that you are there for in the organization. So it has to align. It has to align with the mission statement. Right. Number three, start contributing your perspective on your industry's most important problems. Now, part of building your personal brand is generating the content that communicates your personality. Yeah. One of the first steps you should take is to build a portfolio. Now, don't just, you know, throw everything you've done in one place either. Be thoughtful, be purposeful, be bold and showcase what you're proud of, what you identify with and what will set you apart from the rest. Right, right. That's my third tip. And uh, last but not the least, guys, be authentic and be genuine. Just because it's called personal branding doesn't mean it stretches the truth or is just marketing that other people want to hear. In fact, you'll want it to be the truest reflection of you. People will see right through you if there are ulterior motives to your personal branding efforts. Believe me, guys on the other side of the table have far more experience to uh, see through any sort of, uh, you know, lies. Yeah. Do yeah. some digging internally to hone in on what you're good at, what you can become better at and what you're interested in. True. It's important to focus actually your personal branding so that it's cohesive to the outside world. So if you guys take positive actions on the above steps and, uh, you know, the steps that I've just spoken of and you will, you will actually surely see, you'll start witnessing an increased buoyancy in your career. Does that make sense, Anurag? Yeah, yeah, definitely it makes sense. And uh, these four points are actually really valid for someone who is uh, just starting their career or who's stuck uh, in a particular position in an organization. It's a good time to actually reflect on yourself, have a self-reflection, uh, you know, session with uh, yourself, sit down and uh, think over it. I mean, what exactly uh, are you doing as part of your personal branding to stand out? Uh, in the crowd, right? Uh, when you work in a multinational, you are working with thousands and thousands of employees and uh, most of them are, uh, you know, uh, the kind of selection that these companies do, uh, they are very competitive. So, I mean, you can yeah. you can expect your colleagues to be from uh, the exact eight-year colleges that you have passed out from and they, they will be having the same kind of, similar kind of experiences and, uh, you know, portfolios. So, it's really important to be genuine, uh, to be authentic. I mean, everybody can see through your bullshit. So, it's really important for you to uh, portray who you are. But of course, you need to be 
uh, aligned uh, as per the uh, company's mission and statement <laughs> a lot of times you know when 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 i started my career you know we used to laugh about the kind of uh, vision and statements that our our uh, you know uh, head companies used to uh, put out i mean we were naive at that time we didn't understand uh, the uh, the thought process that went behind uh, finalizing a mission and a goal for the organization and putting it out on the world because uh, not only you but your competitive companies are also looking at your mission statements your visions for the next 5 years and they would also be uh, competing with you in the long run sure so it's really important for uh, anyone who is in an organization uh, to leverage your personal brand uh, with these four important tips and what about uh, businesses uh, shivani how do you leverage your personal brand uh, when you are uh, you know having your own business sure now uh, that uh, you know is uh, something that uh, you know brings in a little bit of a different uh, flair you know a little bit of a different flavor to this discussion mm-hmm. um, so while some of the steps uh, you know uh, like i said earlier are applicable to entrepreneurs in their business uh, but there are a few more critical steps for them so uh, let me uh, you know just list down those points as well for everyone let me talk about them because i am sure we do have a lot of uh, uh entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs or people who want to become entrepreneurs so it's very important for them to uh, also know on how they can create create that personal brand uh because let's face it the startup uh, world is not easy uh you know to survive in true so uh the first my first advice for them is that uh you know use your personal brand to build and develop relationships with the influencers in your niche now once you start to build a strong personal brand it becomes much easier to network and connect with influencers within your niche now these influencers to be very honest they get contacted all day long by people wanting to network share content and leverage them in some other way but the problem is that the people typically asking for favor have nothing of value to give in return true right now as your personal brand grows so does your reach and popularity so when you approach the influencers they are going to do a little digging to see what kind of personal brand you have if they see that you have built a strong one they're going to be more likely to help share your content or even interview you for their blog or you know stuff like that which um takes your uh, personal branding or your you know credibility of your organization to the next level true now all of this helps to put your personal brand and business in front of a new audience so an influencer can only introduce you but it's up to your personal brand to convince them to become a customer so true that's the power of influencer and your personal brand secondly incorporate your uh, personal brand into speeches you know marketing and your public events so whether you're speaking to a large audience or you're networking with two fellow business owners don't be afraid to tie your brand into a conversation tell stories everybody loves to listen to stories you know talk about your hobbies let the audience get to know you personally not in just in your professional capacity right by interweaving your brand into your conversation you can simultaneously impress your audience with your knowledge of the industry and create a very strong personal appeal true so that's the second tip um then i would also advise uh, entrepreneurs to use direct marketing okay but make sure your brand always shines through so whether it is your website or a direct mail campaign branding yourself as the you know celebrity expert in your market while presenting a strong call to action is powerful 
So don't just market the services you provide, market yourself through your brand. Your customers want to know that they are in good hands. So always present yourself as the most credible expert in your market. So true. I mean, who else, you know, to market your brand than yourself? Absolutely. I mean, someone who has created your own company. I mean, it should be evident that you should be the front man heading the whole show. And, uh, you know, I would uh, like to give an example here of Reliance. I mean, if you look at Reliance... Uh, 10-15 years back, you wouldn't see Mukesh Ambani coming uh, too much in front of the camera or, you know, uh, uh, having those kind of campaigns where you see Mukesh Ambani in front. But now you see in the last 2-3 years, especially uh, when Geo was announced and all that, you see the shift of uh, direct marketing where you actually get to see more of Mukesh Ambani, you know, uh, in front of the camera, in front of its campaign. So, uh, it's it's a really valid point uh, to be uh, in front of your own campaigns and uh, since you are the owner of the business, you should be the one who should stand in front and say, yes, my customers are in yes. good hands because I am the expert in the market when it comes to my kind of product or services. Absolutely. Well, as far as Mukesh Ambani goes, I'll give the credit to his wife, Neeta Ambani, who, does, who started this, uh, you know, this... Um, yeah, a physical presence at the time of branding and you know launching and a True. lot of other work that she does and i think as is the um you know custom he followed through and he's successful today so let's give some credit to the lady also yes here. yes definitely all all credits <laughs> to uh Nita Ambani as well and uh, plus now since you know they have their kids who are now taking over the uh, company yes. So, uh, like you said, you know, millennials are now, uh, they're more focused on online marketing. They're more focused on uh, reaching out to, uh, you know, internet and uh, finding out their voice there and figuring out whom they can collaborate with uh, over the internet. So, a great, great point to discuss here. Cool. Uh, absolutely. What you've uh, said makes sense. You know, it's, uh, uh, it's like, you know... Um, the brand that I have created, I know what it stands for. I may hire the best brand manager in the market, but the way I will market my brand, nobody else can. Let's face it, it's the truth. Yeah. So great points, uh, you know, how uh, for especially entrepreneurs, how they can leverage their own personal brands into building their organization, building their uh, companies and focusing more on how do you reach out to customers and how do you actually brand yourself to be an integral part of your company. Uh, moving on to, uh, you know, uh, talking about uh, what sort of impact has uh, this whole COVID situation uh, ha, you know, ha, has had on careers. So, uh, Shivani, in your experience uh, with Positive Vibes, what sort of uh, impact have you seen, uh, especially on uh, college freshers during this time? Yeah, I think, uh, again, uh, one very relevant question and uh, very pertinent for the current times. Uh, see, with everything uh, coming to a standstill uh, in this um, pandemic, uh, finding the right job has uh, definitely become a challenging task for many. True. And especially for those, you know, who are looking forward to uh, start their career in, in uh, 2020. But I personally feel that there are many things that freshers can do during this time when companies have cut the pace on hiring. And uh, some of these things that freshers can do now can actually have a lasting impact on their careers. So, um here are a few things that I'm going to talk about for the benefit of all the freshers, uh, you know, who are looking out actively for a job uh, and, uh, you know, who are 
uh, tuned in right now uh, the first uh, advice is that uh, guys network aggressively okay reach out to as many people as you can uh, most companies prefer hiring uh, uh, through employee referrals so try to add people who work in your dream companies you know to your network true follow them be a part of their conversations um uh, just remember it's all like an investment in building your personal brand so do reach out network true uh, reach out to as many people as possible there are professional networking sites like linkedin everybody knows about it so uh, linkedin is full of uh, you know people uh, 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 in the corporate sector entrepreneurs mentors coaches you name it and everybody's there so uh, do reach out to people and add them to your network it really really helps um second thing is uh, you know use this time to develop uh, you know relevant and trending skills now identify the core skills and competencies that employers in your field seek don't just do random courses yeah. okay enroll for courses and certifications um you know that are relevant and that are trending in today's times and highlight the same do don't remember you know uh, do remember to highlight the same on your resume uh third is take up remote freelancing jobs or internships another thing uh, that comes very uh, you know handy is that uh, uh, you know you work on certain internships yeah so while you know the colleges and universities they all train us on competencies and skills but companies do prefer some experience when you put those skills to use so do take up a freelance job or a work from home internship in this lockdown to get the hang of the you know a uh, nitty gritty of your field and add work experience on your cv so true yeah and uh, um finally guys uh, prepare for interviews uh, the silver lining of this lockdown has been the abundance of time let's face it so utilize this time well to prepare yourself for interviews so that you don't have to worry when you get called in use your network to figure out the kind of interview pattern you know the various companies that you would have applied to follow and prepare accordingly as uh, you know most of the companies are still working remotely do prepare yourself for a video interview so true so i think if uh, all the you know the youngsters on the show all the people who are looking out for a job if they follow these four uh, tips uh, religiously i don't see any reason why they should not be finding a job despite the pandemic so true and uh, rightly said you know we should prepare ourselves for any sort of opportunities that might come our way and uh, be prepared uh, to work from home remote work whatever it may be as long as you are getting some sort of an experience uh, be it with your internships or a freelance job as long as you get experience i'm sure there would be companies out there looking out for you absolutely you said it all yeah and prepare prepare yourself for a video interview of course i mean don't uh, you know uh, don't uh, forget to shave and you know uh, <laughs> make sure that you're wearing proper uh, i mean it's always good to uh, you yeah. know prep up for any sort of interview Absolutely. and i Absolutely. i see a lot of people making these kind of mistakes especially uh, i have a lot of friends who are working in uh, corporates and uh, when the um, lockdown started back in march i uh, you know i we, we used to speak on uh, video calls with a uh, few friends and they used to tell me that oh they having like 10 to 12 video calls in a day with the uh, company yeah. managers and all that uh yeah. but it's always important to be presentable on screen uh, uh be it at your home or wherever make sure that you find a corner of your uh home or your room which is presentable and uh, you are in front of the uh, camera make sure you're well dressed 
appropriately yeah. uh, within your organization so uh, especially like if even if you're a, a, a management consultant and you're used to wearing suits in the office if you have a video call happening uh, make sure at least you're wearing uh, a shirt uh, in front of the camera don't sit with a crew neck or a v neck uh, that doesn't uh, look professional at all the way you look and the way you present yourself is actually uh, you know what is going to determine the further course of interview and sure. this is uh, you know not something that i'm saying this is actually uh, proven by research that uh, you know the first uh, uh, 12 seconds actually uh, you know decide uh, a person decides within 12 seconds whether they want to hire you or not based on you know your body language the way you look the way uh, you know you respond so it's like a, it's got a lot to do with your appearance so True. what you're saying is right even if you're sitting on a video call make sure you deck deck up make sure you're uh, you know professionally um, uh, you know well attired and uh, you are in a quiet place where there is no background noise of course we are working from home and uh, some noise uh, you know is possible at times but then uh, try and schedule your interviews at a time when you feel uh, you know you're relatively uh, your ho- your house is relatively lesser noisy and uh, if that's not True. possible then i would say just you know probably go lock yourself in the bathroom but do sit in a in a quiet place so <laughs> yeah True. make sure make sure you don't get that uh, you know call from your mother beta khana lag gaya hai aa jao so make sure that those kind of <laughs> interruptions are not happening make sure you tell your mother that you're not talking to her but you're giving a job interview that's when you will not get these kind of yeah. you know beta sounds true <laughs> all right true true yes uh, coming uh, coming back to uh, you know uh, we have spoken about uh, the kind of uh, impact that covid has ha- you know had on uh, freshers yeah. uh, what about what about the uh, middle management uh, positions what about those professionals who are handling teams or you know they are at a senior position in an organization what's happening to them sure uh, let me just uh, begin by saying that covid has actually had the maximum impact on the middle management professionals of companies Uh, okay. you know this is the layer in the organization that gets the job executed and so far organizations have placed their utmost focus uh, you know on the physical effects of covid-19 but a more significant challenge is emerging which is employees mental well-being true true uh, you know mid level professionals like uh, uh, many of us you know are not equipped to tackle the challenges of remotely managing our team members welfare yeah yeah now uh, just to exemplify this um, we at positive vibes have been having very candid discussions with professionals across sectors that's nice yeah and uh, some of yeah and i'll share with you all uh, some of the findings mm-hmm. uh, you know on uh, the key sources of stress uh, in these days uh, which most of the professionals are uh, you know facing number one is the prolonged working hours now uh, you know most professionals advise uh, most professionals have told us that they are now working much longer hours than they used to even in busy periods partly because of the you know the diluted definition of office space and personal space yeah and partly because their workload has increased considerably as they support their employer during the crisis because let's face it everybody wants to save their job so even if they employer is uh, you know piling on work onto you um, most of the people at these times will not say no because everybody wants to save their job and uh, you know in fact one service uh, professional pointed out how the transition from office work to personal space is actually not happening 
and uh, i remember her saying that at any time of the day i'm just working mm. and it has uh, you know it has actually taken a toll on my physical and mental health and i'm you know still looking for the pause button oh so uh, this is the kind of stress that we are dealing with uh, and let's face it uh, you know i would not stereotype it to a particular gender though uh, you know typically in indian households women end up doing most of the housework but True. even uh, in uh, you know if we were to talk about um, um Uh, you know the both the genders everybody has had added responsibilities with you know domestic help not being there with children at home so uh, it has definitely added to the workload uh, and uh, along with that of course comes some stress and anxiety so that has really uh, risen in the past 3 uh, months that we've been locked down now almost going to be 4 months uh, the second uh, you know um um uh, thing that we found out was around micromanagement mm-hmm. now what is happening is that managers are becoming extra cautious about deliverables and they are you know frequently checking on them because they cannot physically monitor their teams and this is leading to multiple meetings or one on ones which is again putting additional stress on employees to be available at any time of the day true. you know it's a statement ke tum to ghar pe hi ho true true bhai agar ghar pe bhi hai to ghar pe bhi kaam hota hai true. but you know not many employers actually uh, consider that meaning you you're at home that doesn't mean that you are you know available 100% of the time to take a call or to attend a meeting or to send a report at any time of the day so as um, as managers as uh, you know as managers who are managing teams under uh, them i think it's important for them to realize that uh, this is a difficult time for everyone people are uh, stuck indoors for the last 4 months um the usual outlets of stress which is like going to a gym or going for a jog or going to watch a movie going to the restaurant going to a mall going for shopping nothing is happening right now so true and all people are you know stuck with is the uh, you know the house and uh, whatever they can do inside the house and most of us live in apartments so not much of physical space available yeah. to you know move around as well uh so it's a tough time i think uh, empathy at these times is very critical and in fact let me tell you the organizations that show empathy in these times of crisis to their employees are the organizations that will grow big because they have massive trust and credibility from their uh, employees well said well said so yeah this is uh, something uh, this is a big learning for all uh, employers out there that uh, this is the time when your people are looking for support this is the time when they are looking at you to help them wade through this crisis and if you are able to do that you bought them for life True. trust me they won't leave and go anywhere even if somebody gives them a higher salary package at a future date because you've got their you you you've got their you know in fact it's like you've got their back and they are you know they they are assured that if anything happens to me my company is there to support and that's a big feeling to Yeah yeah I mean they they say in India right that to work for Tata and buy Reliance right so it's <laughs> yes so it's a big thing yes. it's because Tata you know at the time yes. uh, uh, when they uh, started off uh, the kind of employee support that they uh, gave right as an yes. employer it was huge so i mean everyone uh, wanted to work for tata uh, you know they, they were like they used to i have seen people like in fact i have friends who have been working for tata for the last 7 8 years i started my career with tata 
so um, mm. but i moved on and uh, there are a uh, few people that i have seen uh, who have actually started their career with tata and they have uh, actually retired from the same company so it's really yeah. important uh, you know as an employer if you can have that faith uh, and support your uh, team uh, then definitely your team will do anything for you absolutely that's very well said and you know uh, there is a trend uh, <clears throat> from what we hear uh, from our you know uh, the the people that we mentor in that positive vibes uh, what we hear is that when this pandemic started and we all uh, you know were in uh, lockdown uh, that time it was uh, you know the managers were still considerate because they understood that it's a different situation and it's a difficult situation and they were wanting to support as much as they can but somewhere you know down the line they've also given in they've also succumbed to the business pressures and uh, you know now that uh, that sort of empathy that was there earlier looks like it's diluting quite a bit okay because now uh, again uh, and i don't blame them also because business has been down for so many months and it can't you know be uh, uh, it's not sustainable right like that so they do have to you know concentrate on the business as well so it's a very catch 22 situation right now for uh, both the employees as well as the employers uh, but as i said the only way to wait through this is to uh, you know stand by each other there is there is no other way true true uh, there is no other way for uh, getting i mean we talk about mental health these days well mental health uh, of course is the most important thing no doubt about it but then um, you know if you really have the resilience uh, in you uh your mental health is actually dependent on your you yourself because if you choose to uh, you know believe that okay now this pandemic has come everything is going bad for me my boss is this my boss is that or you know uh, nothing is going fine i'm stuck in those uh if you think on those lines if you let those negative thoughts surround you then surely your mental health is not going to go anywhere it is going to be negative it's in fact going to you know go down the drain yeah. but if you surround yourself with a little more positivity think of this as a temporary phase in your life i mean you all would have had many phases in your life some of them would have been pleasant some of them wouldn't have been as pleasant but nothing lasts forever so why don't we look at it in a way that even this situation is not going to last forever it's a very temporary uh, uh, you know uh, thing that has hit us so this will pass this too shall pass if that is the you know mindset that you have then uh, no pandemic and no bad boss or you know nothing is going to uh, you know let your mental health go anywhere true true so i think a lot of it depends on your emotional resilience as well how uh, emotionally sorted are you true uh, is what i'd like to say true and yeah. uh, you know when coming back to bad bosses uh, what what sort of impact uh, do you see in the cxo suit in this uh, pandemic yeah so see it's uh, um you know it's it's safe to say that nearly every leader has been faced with uh moments of crisis yeah. ranging from their uh, you know brief bumps in the road to more sustained issues it's also safe to say that the current crisis including the covid-19 pandemic is different from anything uh, we've we've all faced in over a century one that looks to be a prolonged and possibly existential challenge for organizations so true yeah so yeah so effective uh, leadership in a prolonged crisis with such serious consequences is absolutely necessary you know for an organization and its people but that requires physical psychological and emotional fortitude 
you know, I was uh, reading a recent report by YPO that uh, revealed that 78% of the CXOs are expecting to see a dramatically negative impact on their top line mm-hmm. over the next six months. So clearly, it is not easy being a top executive in such times. But again, uh, you know, we've since we've uh, you know heard this a number of times from uh, the CXOs that we are interacting with at Positive Vibes, uh, we have some tips, you know, to manage uh, this situation as well. And these are very calm tips. These are very uh, easy, doable tips. Uh, something that you really don't have to, uh, you know, sort of bigger mind to do. So first is uh, stay calm. Okay, make decision based on the facts and think beyond the crisis. As I said, this too shall pass. We all will recover. Keep that as the center of your uh, thought process. Stay calm. Uh, losing your cool isn't going to happen. It isn't going to help you. So losing your cool isn't going to help you. It's going to make situations uh, far worse for you as well as for the people working for you. So why go down that road? The kind of uh, uh, kind of uh, layoffs that happened uh, in the last month, uh, yeah. you know, what would you term them as? Were they uh, were they panicky steps taken by companies, or were they well informed decisions? See, uh, you know, being in the uh, HR. Uh, arena for the last 16 years my experience has been that layoffs are never easy true yeah layoffs uh, for an organization are the most difficult thing to do and no organization no good organization credible organization would ever go for layoffs unless and until it is absolutely necessary for the survival of the organization so uh you know uh to assume that the layoffs have been panicky well i don't think so because uh, if an organization is deciding to lay off people, it also has to, uh, you know, you just don't ask people to leave. You have to pay them severance pay and then, you know, people might take you to court, etc., etc. There are many other complications involved. So you would really think through those decisions before laying off people. And if you feel that the situation in the coming months is not going to improve, uh, you, your organization just cannot sustain the manpower cost that it has. That's when you decide to lay off. But generally, uh, do people uh, take them down to court? It happens in India. Of course, it does. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I I have uh, not seen much of uh, these kind of cases. I mean, you you must be knowing about it, but um, uh, like generally in my litigations are everywhere. Litigations are everywhere. Any um, you know employee who's uh, who's who's uh, you know, um, any employee, let me put it like that, you burnt badly, will definitely take you to mm-hmm. court. And uh, there are many cases uh, which, uh, you know, go on. Uh, but of course, I, you know, because of the time that it takes to uh, resolve a case, a lot of people don't go through that, through that route and try to do, a, you know, a, an amicable settlement sort of a thing. But uh, of course, there are litigations that happen by employees. How how hard are these mass uh, layoffs? You know, like Ola, they uh, you know fired around sixteen hundred people in one go, and uh, uh, you know even before the pandemic hit us, uh, uh, Oyo I I believe uh, fired around twelve thousand people. I mean uh, it's huge. How are these like um, how, how are these uh, you know happening for the companies? Like how difficult is it for the CXO suit to deal with these kind of mass lay- layoffs? it is uh, as I said a very disturbing phase in any CXO's life uh, forget HR I'm talking about CXO any CXO 
is very tough if they have to lay off people because it's not just about uh, uh, you know uh, laying off a certain set of people it also impacts your uh, brand you know that okay this is the brand i don't want to be associated with because there's no job security they just buy 12000 people why should i you know be a part of this brand so it puts a question mark on the brand credibility itself, of yeah. the brand the brand on which you have spent so many years and so much money you have spent on building that brand and making it known in the world suddenly uh, you know it's not easy to um, you know uh, get a beating on the brand because you're laying off people similarly uh, you know i don't know if you uh, you know if uh, you guys are aware uh, a few years back there was an incident uh, in uh, maruti's uh, manisar plant mm-hmm. where in the hr manager was actually um, uh, you know attacked and he killed he yes, was killed yes yeah and it was out of personal animosity by a, uh, animosity by a person who was um, you know uh, by a group of people who were asked to leave so it is like actually putting your life also into danger when you are talking about layoffs yeah so uh, uh, you know this myth that uh, uh, you know they just lay off people in a jiffy it's not right it is very very taxing and an extremely difficult decision for an organization to decide to lay off people and as i said organizations would do it only and only if they know that uh, you know there's just no way the organization can sustain if this manpower cost stays true and uh, if only if the organization is on a verge of collapse will such mass layoffs happen true true yeah so the uh, you know the second thing that i'd like to uh, tell them is that um, um you know always anticipate uh, be optimistic mm-hmm. but uh, plan for the worst set up a contingency plan and be ready to implement it things might go, might be going well for you uh, at this moment but uh, the times are very uncertain and uh, what if in the future this uh, situation doesn't improve and your business uh, takes a further beating so then what so it's always uh, good to you know plan ahead think ahead and plan for the worst that is my second advice uh thirdly i uh, urge them to engage with their staff you know this is the time to like i said leverage the purpose of your company and have uh you know your leaders especially the cxos engage with the staff on a frequent basis because your people are also in panic they have a lot of fear so addressing that panic and that fear head on is the best thing to do in these times it's very reassuring for your people so be honest be transparent and convey that you share their concerns and also remind them that you all will get through this together as one strong team that's going to do a lot of good to their uh, motivation and morale at this time true yeah uh, i'd also uh, you know um, urge the cxos to protect employee well-being so assure the health and well-being of your team uh work remotely as much as possible don't force people to you know come to work come to office uh ensure uh, you know support for staff during absences for medical issues and you you know you could always plan for a rotation of staff and you could share responsibilities to cover any potential staff shortage but do keep their health and well-being uh, at the forefront uh, this will really help you pass through this pandemic in a much more smoother way also um, you know ensure financial uh, resilience so uh, focus on the strategic financial resilience plans 
cut cost wherever possible i'm sure all of them have done it everybody has cut cost at this time uh, because everybody knows that right now cash is king whoever has uh, the cash is going to see through this pandemic so uh, make very very careful and strategic investments uh, in this time uh, i know a lot of people have actually scrapped all the investments that they were doing especially in the equity market and in the mutual funds and people are actually going back to the good old uh, you know uh, um uh, in the, the 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 rbi bonds and you know the assured return sort of fds even fds are not safe any longer in private banks as per a lot of people um but so people are moving actually to government uh, securities you know which are absolutely 100% safe and they know they will get their money back which is actually a very uh, you know prudent thing to do in these times uh then um you know uh, stay loyal to your customers loyalty isn't just a matter uh, you know for your front line it is imperative for you too and your leadership team because your customers are also under the same stress as you are and uh, if uh, you can help your most loyal customers uh, with solutions that make a difference you will tighten the bonds and that closer relationship will uh, help you once the emergency is over so do stay loyal to your customers and uh, yeah that's those are some of the things that i'd like to you know talk um uh, to my cxo friends on the show no well well said you know because it's as important uh, for the leader to be uh, you know standing with the team as it is for the team members to be standing with the leader because that's how right. a company is right company is nothing but a group of people working together to, uh, towards a common goal right so right. Uh, it's really important that uh, during these times uh, the company uh, the employees they're working together and they're ensuring that they get through this difficulty and i'm sure you know uh, like they say that you know uh, every uh, night has a day so you will have yeah. that day you will have that sunshine but it will take a bit of time it will take some uh, efforts to do it and coming uh, coming to efforts uh, how does training you know when when it comes to uh, your company like uh, positive vibes how does training help someone to build their personal brand so uh, well training can uh, in fact more than training it's uh, mentoring that can actually uh, you know help a person bring uh, build their personal brand mm-hmm. uh, at uh, you know positive vibes you know we use a term called employability now employability is something that is uh, directly proportional to your personal brand now let me just state uh, what is employability now uh, i would like to just say that employability is a pretty big term some people look at it as a collection of certain technical skills so like coding or keeping accounts or project management uh, to them that is uh, employability some would say that it's about getting a job like having a great cv having good qualifications speaking good english uh but actually you know these are only partial definition of the terms in my view employability is actually having skills knowledge understanding and the personal attributes that make you more likely to actually choose those professions in which you are both satisfied and successful so that is employability and uh, you know uh, through our mentoring we try and uh, help individuals uh, you know get in touch uh, with the potential that they have to build this employability mm-hmm. and we call it the employability quotient 
so uh, employability quotient is some we've all heard about in, you know emotional quotient and intelligence quotient but there's a bigger term than it which is called the employability quotient and that is what actually determines uh, how uh, you know well have you been able to make a personal brand of yours whether in your you know existing organization or in your previous organization or as an entrepreneur with your customers with your clients uh it's the employability quotient that actually determines uh you know the uh success of your uh career and uh, uh and you know we have a uh a, a framework to actually um you know be, to actually mentor the uh people the the, the professionals on uh, achieving a high employability quotient mm-hmm. and it is actually you'll be surprised you know it is very very measurable and it is uh, very quantifiable so um, that's something that we like to help our uh, you know our mentees with to up their employability quotient uh, so that they can carve a niche for whichever career they choose to make i think i think it's a very valid point you know when you said that it's measurable something which is quantifiable is uh, really important uh because i i see a lot of people online you know uh, the self called self made gurus that come online uh they right. they'll teach you a lot of things and it will be all you know talk 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 and uh, no results sure so uh, everyone listening out there uh, see uh, there will be a lot of mentors online there will be a lot of companies who would be uh, willing to provide you opportunities who would be willing to uh, train you uh, to become uh, uh, you know the perfect uh, choice for any organization but it's really important that you ask these mentors you ask these uh, self called gurus that how do i measure this i mean there has to be something which is quantifiable right unless and until yeah. i understand that okay the kind of results that i would be getting out of this particular training or this particular session would actually do something for me then it's uh, not really worth your while to invest or, or you know be it your time or money uh, in those kind of trainings absolutely absolutely right very well said yeah th- that's a, a really good uh, uh, way of you know explaining uh, the kind of employability question that one needs to have in their life apart from having an eq and an iq the empq is also really important and uh, shivani why don't you tell us more about uh, the course uh, that positive vibes is providing uh, to the uh, you know professionals out there Okay I'll talk about the course uh, briefly here because uh, as you know we do have a coffee session that's planned on Saturday evening from 6 to 7 uh just to talk uh, about uh you know this course but let me for the benefit of our uh, listeners here uh, very briefly state what the course is all about so our uh, course is basically on uh, uh you know increasing your employability quotient so that you can build that personal brand in an organization so whether you know you have a stagnating career or you're looking for a new job or you're looking for a new role within your organization or if you have the inherent need of getting recognized uh, despite you know doing uh, so much of hard work uh, then um, here's how we can help you uh, this course is basically uh, centered around 
uh, increasing your em- employability quotient and uh, it is a series of uh, what's different from this course there are many courses which are there are many organizations which offer courses like this but then what is different in our course is that it is not a training first of all yeah. okay mm. uh, it is a very uh, very specialized mentoring that we do with our uh, participants and uh, mentoring is done uh, by me and by uh, my other co-founder who is also uh, someone who's a senior corporate uh, mentor deva malhotra and uh, we we uh, do a lot of one on one mentoring which is centered around the particular issues that you know that individual is facing so it's not a general course uh, while there are some general modules in the course around the employability skills but the major chunk of this course and the differentiating factor of this course is the one on one specialized mentoring sessions that we have with all our mentees and the idea of having these uh, mentorship uh, uh, sessions is 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 to help them in their individual battles because everybody today is facing some battle or the other as far as their professional life is concerned so uh hearing them out and uh, you know helping them to explore options and recommending uh, you know what sort of career would be good for them how can they um, you know excel in their current careers uh, we use a lot of uh, psychometric techniques also wherein we uh, measure the uh, you know the present employability quotient of the person and uh, actually pick out their strengths uh, you know which we can mentor them to build on further and the areas of opportunity uh, or what we call as weaknesses on how they can overcome those so that's about the uh, you know the course on employability quotient that we are offering at positive vibes and it is especially beneficial for people during this times these times uh, it's a very reasonably priced course and uh, we've specially designed it uh, you know for people who are battling with the current economic situation and to all the uh, socially desi listeners out there uh, you know positive vibes uh, especially shivani you can get in touch with her uh, for a one on one free training session uh, if you would uh, you know uh, want to know more about the course and uh, want to get an initial feedback from shivani as to how to uh, you know up your emp question and uh, you know get into the game of improving your uh, you know personal brand this is this would be an, a good opportunity for you to get on a one to one call with shivani and understand uh, the kind of uh, need uh, that you would have and uh, how how positive vibes can actually help you out so i would definitely recommend you guys to uh, check out the blog as well that shivani has uh, you know uh, gracefully written for socially desi a couple of days back definitely go uh, check out sociallydesi.com/blog and you will find her blog there which talks a bit more about uh, your employability question and how do you develop your personal branding and of course uh, tomorrow we also have a coffee session uh, which is done by uh, positive vibes uh, the details of the po- uh, coffee session would be uh, on socially desi and we would be putting it on our social media handles as well uh, apart from this you can definitely go and check out uh, positivevibes.co.in and get in touch with the uh, positive vibes team uh, get in touch with shivani and they would definitely uh, love to help you out in your career in your journey to becoming a better person right great that sounds good so that wraps it up for today folks uh, thank you shivani thank you for uh, coming on the show and enlightening us with the details of how to develop your personal brand 
and leverage and improve your EMP question. Thank you so much, uh, Anurag, for having me here. And it was really wonderful uh, talking to you on uh, some of the um, issues which are really close to my heart. And I hope our listeners benefited from uh, what I spoke today. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Shivani. And guys, if you like the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends and let's go viral. Remember, our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness. We would love to have Shivani on our show again in future to discuss more about employability and how do we develop our personal brand uh, in the times ahead. So if you haven't yet done so, hit the subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.